Panago Pizza presents S S D P P the Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Let's go! Hey. It's a 10:30 start, eh? Me? No, not me. Not it's you. Garbage. Throw all of California away. Throw in the garbage. I mean, if the right earthquake comes along. Wow. <laughs> or if climate change just keeps up. Yep. True. Someone saw my LFR video today. Yep. Uh, yep. It's like, what if we just move the West Coast closer? And Earth is like, gotcha, fam. And I'm like, cool. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Wait. Uh, Wait well, you know what? Why don't we just do this? Why not? Why not, guys? Why not? Why not get into the Crown Was Royal segment? No, no, not yet. It's who no! are the Crown. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Why not? I already did it! Pour yourself a friend in front of Crown Royal because we're going to talk about who wore the crown where we, with the help of you, recognize one Leaf player each show. That Why it, not? That gives it their all for the blue and white because it's our town, it's our crown, not what you have, but what you have to give. Let's crown that Leaf that lives generously by giving it all for their team. Brought to you by our friends at Crown Royal. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Let's get into it. Steven Dangle. Whoa. Adam. You know how you just carried that whole segment there? Mm. I don't, well, I, I just read off a script, honestly. Yeah, so. but you carried it. Carried it. You f- just carried it with your Michael Jordan shirt that you've never worn before. Probably done a bunch of... You done some pecs, bruh? <laughs> Is it chest and back day, bruh? Right? So you, you're sounding good, looking good, right? Mm-hmm. But then you apologized. Why did I apologize? Mm. I don't know why you would apologize, because you did a great job. That's why my crown is going to Jack Campbell. <gasps> you did a great job, Jack. You jerk. Stop it. You took mine. Stop it. You took my big comfy blanket pick. Well, you jerk. Guess what? Mm. There's room enough for the both of us under this blanket. Under this comfy <laughs> <laughs> I, I happen to bring a backup blanket. Really? You see, it's very nice of you. You see, you see. Because, you know what? He did. He he was very very good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like what? It, I don't know. If if I <laughs> I know his teammates like him, but if I was st- uh, sitting next to him, uh, when he was like, yeah, you know, this one's a little bit on me, I would have literally interrupted his press conference and gone, shut up, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. I like stop. his nonstop, can't stop, won't stop positivity. Mm. Like yeah. I do enjoy that about him. There will be nothing that will take him off his positivity. It's a shame and his humility. that if the Leafs make the playoffs, they're probably going to get the Lightning. Because don't you want to see him versus Marchand? My, like Brad just literally spits in his face and he's like, well, gosh, what, is it raining out? <laughs> Are you assuming that Campbell will see the ice? What is happening? Yeah. I mean, at this point. <laughs> at this point, I don't know. He does play two of the games this week, too, yeah. which is good. It was sort of like, it was sort of surprising when they started him, but but yeah, no, Jack mm-hmm. Campbell was the right guy, and it's nice to get Freddie Anderson some rest. My crown goes to Austin Matthews. Goal 47 yep. on the season. 46. 46 on the season. 47's coming next. Sure it is, and I'll give him the crown at that point, too. Um, <laughs> 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 no, but in all honesty... Uh, Austin Matthews, what do you say? Like, he's just been great. He's He's been great, and that's been great. And, and he's also great. Yeah, and even when they stink, he doesn't. That's what a superstar does. Well, Thank you. That's what we've been saying. And also what super, superstars do is when they have bad to mediocre games, they, you're still like, oh, they have two points. Not that I'm saying he had a bad game against no, the Sharks. No, he had a good game. He scored. Mm-hmm. Like, so many times this season, I'm like... Man, I really didn't like Matthews tonight, but he scored. Hey, that's besides the point. <laughs> Jesse Blake. It's back. It's back, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. The return of the motivation crown. Oh. I'm oh. handing out my crown to one player who I think needs to pick me up 
for the next two games in California. Probably mm-hmm. someone in a bit of a like a crown rut. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> think he's honored enough. Uh, it's but been days. He's he's out on the West Coast and he's probably working on his tan a little. But he already has a gorgeous tan, so he doesn't need to work that hard on it. I'm giving him a little bit of crown to boost him up for the next two games. I think William Nylander wow. deserves the crown oh, this week. Okay, okay. Hopefully he hears this and he hears that he got a crown and is like, hmm, I didn't really deserve it last time, so I'm going to go out and I'm going to play extra hard next time so I earn both crowns. Mm. Yeah, mm. So Double crown performance. He'll earn Next game, he'll earn this crown, which I am bestowing on to him now ahead of time. Bestowing. It's like mm. when, when you get a loan. In the, from the bank, and they're like, hey, here's all this money, pay it back to us with a little bit of interest. Hey, hey, William, here's your crown. Here's, here it is. But next game, I expect a little bit of interest. A little bit. You got to earn the next crown, plus a little something on the side. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. That's, that's who gets my crown this Picks. week. For sure. Hmm. I, you know, oh, never mind. Everybody, it's a conversation for after. Everybody besides Hyman, Matthews, Marner got just destroyed five on five last night. Yeah, oh. they did. I'm sorry. That's just how it worked. Right. So motivational <laughs> crowns, we we give them out. That's, that's what we got to give out this and time. And hey, that's who wore the crown for this episode, brought to you as always by Crown Royal. Next time the puck drops, why not? Why not? Live generously and treat your Leafs crew to a Crown Royal old fashion. Okay. Why not? You know, I was watching Tim and Sid yesterday, and it was Alex Sixero and Sid Sixero. Brothers. And it was funny, they were talking about the Leafs. And Sid, weirdly enough... Because Sid loves to troll Leaf fans. As I mentioned to you last episode, I'm not sure if you've heard it. You are the evil empire, Leaf fans. Everyone likes to troll you. So just leave it alone. Anyway, Sid, for once, wasn't trolling the Leafs and going, hey, you know what? They've won three in a row. They're looking pretty good. And Alex is like, whoa, 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 wait a second. I hate to be the voice of reason in this room, but they could lay an egg tonight in San Jose. They're not on their time zone. Mm -hmm. They have been up and down a lot lately. They've been there for a couple days. That was just one week. It's, you know, it's sunny. It's beautiful. I don't know. They could, and I'm thinking at that point, I'm like, no, they will. And I went to bed, and I woke up, and at 4 a.m., because they put the highlights right at the top of the, uh, the hour on, on, uh, on all, both sports channels, equally, I got to watch the Leafs not be good. And apparently they couldn't execute anything. And that's the thing, is that I watched some of the, the highlights and that sort of thing. The, the issue seemed to be that San Jose had their number. And that they weren't executing on little things like passes out of the, you know, and, and through the neutral zone, really struggling. Their passing's been brutal for a month now. And I wonder if part of that's the injuries on the back end. But uh, I actually, I took my foot off the pedal today. Can you move a little closer to the mic? I took my foot off the pedal oh. and my mic away from my face. What do you feel? What do you think? I felt some mercy today. I did. They had a genuinely terrible second period. It was awful. They were out chance five on five. Uh, I believe attempts was 25 to five. It's insane. It's ridiculous. It's inexcusable. Uh, Shots, I can't remember what the actual shots were in the second period. But Leafs barely got outshot in the third, and they outshot the Sharks in the first. Hmm. And they somehow came out of that second period where they were garbage with two goals to the Sharks' one in a tie game. And arguably the sexiest goal of the Leafs' season. Maybe second. Hey. Willie has the sexiest goal of the Leafs' season. Watch yourself. I mean, that Marner goal was pretty cool. That was like two games ago. Man, there was the Willie goal, Austin to Mitch. Yeah, the spinorama. And then, and then Austin to Mitch. <laughs> right, right. Which is not the way it's supposed to go, but here we are. Um, and then the game-winning goal I thought was a really stupid bounce. All of a sudden, you're chasing the game. 50 seconds later, Evander Kane scores. I think and he just, roofed it. That was full. It was a game that got away from them, and Martin Jones was actually good. 
He was. He Doesn't it like suck a, when bad goalies have a good game against your team? Uh, uh, and Martin Marinson is still in just at least offensive zone god mode, and he almost tied the damn thing up again or game winning goal. I, I or uh, to put the Leafs up. Can't remember. I, was, but did he have a good game? L- listen, Adam. He might have t- almost tied it up, but did he have a good game? That's he had a the good question. game for Martin Marinson. Like, what do we expect? What do we expect? I expect him to become this guy that they keep telling me he is. He's no pretty, one's telling you that anymore. Yeah, he's pretty yeah, what he funny is. Funny that no one's telling us that anymore. No he's, one. <laughs> I, I think what he is is like a fifth defenseman, and that's what he's playing. A fifth? Seventh. Okay, here's one. Minimum. So Nick Barton, who we brought up last podcast, mm-hmm. uh, now has a Martin Marincin jersey. Yes. yes, he does. The number on the back of the jersey is 52. Should be 69, but whatever. Go ahead. I, I totally agree. But what I, what I asked on ice surfing... Um, what is higher, the number on the back of that jersey or the amount of people who have it? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> How dare you. Question. How many cousins does he have? He better have a lot. <laughs> he better have a lot and the Leafs better ship to Slovakia because uh, I'm thinking the number's higher. So, like, what? why are we expecting God mode out of this guy? Yeah. Dude, they're down three defensemen. Callie Rosen ran the second power play unit How did that night. go? How did you feel about that? I was like, you know, I I didn't blame Sheldon Keefe for taking Sandine out for one night. I think that's worthwhile. He's gotten banged up. He's logged some hard miles for his young career. It's not like he's been particularly spectacular, and you want to get Lily Grin in there. You don't want him to just rot. Also, if Sandine plays under 36 games, we get an extra year on his contract. Is that true? Yeah, he d- he becomes a UFA a year later if he plays under. That's oh. they need to keep him out for just if they just if they just scratch him for like a couple like four more games, you get a full more year of him as an RFA. Yeah, do it. Yeah, Interesting. I, 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 why would it. you not? No, exactly. <laughs> I, I agree with why would you not? But watching him last night or watching the team last night, I'm like maybe that's why not. Yeah. I think, dude, he's, he's well, they're expecting good enough to be in their top six. Cody, Cece, sure. and Morgan Riley are apparently are on track to be back next week. Yeah. So that awesome. you can you can get Sandine out of the uh, the lineup for for four games if that's what it's about. Yes. And by the way, it should be about that. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say Rasmus. I'm sorry to his family. I'm sorry to his fans. But unfortunately, uh, that's the way she goes. And um, and the thing is, is that you know Sandine in his, in and of like himself, he hasn't exactly played where it's like, oh, we can't keep him out of the lineup. Right. I think he's been good. He's been good. I think he's been good, but there are definitely plays where... The, the, the one that just made me laugh was um, uh, Patrick Maroon. <laughs> just Patrick Maroon? Ragdolling him. Oh, in, in against Sandy. Mat- I was like, when? Last against, night? Against Tampa? I was just like, oh, yeah. poor kid. It's literally a kid against one of the beefiest players in the NHL. Yep. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, <laughs> right? But, you know, welcome, but, to the, welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the show. Yeah, but I wouldn't... I, it doesn't shock me that a player like that has a night or two off. Now, I'm going to assume that Jack Campbell gets the start against the Kings tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, was listening to the radio broadcast last night. They and then you give Freddie the start against the Ducks on Friday, right? That is my assumption. Um, the really interesting stat I heard for the San Jose game... Um, Last year, Freddie won his first game in San Jose ever. That guy played on the Ducks. Wow. <laughs> it was like his first his first win in seven tries. So I don't know if they were reading into that or mm-hmm. what. But, um, yeah, I would like to see Jack play against his former team and then Freddie play against his former team. Although it's, it's 
It's hard. Like Anaheim is so far in the rearview mirror for Freddie Anderson at this point, right? Like yeah. he, he yeah, played like a season matters. and a half with them, or two seasons, or something. I assume the Kings matters to Jack. Yeah, I doubt Anaheim does. I don't think so. Um, I, I mean, this used to be Murderer's Row. This used to be the hardest, hardest stretch of the season for the Leafs. Whenever they did this, these are the three worst teams in the Western Conference, and I wonder, even though, yeah, okay, they they laid an egg, had a bad game. And I, I guess they're lucky Florida packed their bags because uh, it doesn't seem like Florida wants to be, make the playoffs either. What happened? I, I don't know, man. But I, I'm wondering, to me, it just seems like this is this is still not what we want to see. You can't be... These are the worst teams in the Western yeah. Conference. Come on. Well, no, you're, you can, you're allowed to drop points to really bad teams and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That? It shouldn't. Uh, you see the Jack Todd tweet today? No, what did he say? But it was difficult for me to see. I'm blocked, and so is everyone else. But um, who was Jack? T- oh, Jack Todd is the uh, he's the grumpy Montreal Canadiens guy. Yes. Okay. With, with the OK Boomer picture. Okay. Um, what did he say? He he, <laughs> he it's, it is though. It is though. So he's like, I'm not going to put it on screen. <laughs> no, don't. And it's, oh, this is a great tweet. <laughs> Adam, okay, would guys. you like to read it? Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame tweet right here. This is NHL by Maddie Logic, by the way. Oh yeah, Jim Matheson can't touch the Canadians. Have almost caught Florida, which is true. They have. They've almost caught a team that's five points out of the playoffs. (laughs) So it's far. They've almost caught Florida. Give them eight points. The eight points they dropped against Detroit, and they're going to be ahead of the Leafs, third in the division. Add four more. They lost to the Devils, and they're solid, rock solid. So the problem is not the talent. See, if they had simply won six games that they had lost, they would be higher in the standings. That's bad. And no one else. (laughs) For no one else is this true. I think who wouldn't change spots in the standings if they won six games that they lost? I think maybe just the Red Wings. And whoever's in first. Hey, a winning habit, which is a Habs blog, tweeted tweeted at him and said, Hey, you know what? It's a fan-sided uh, uh, website. Hey, you know what? Just give them points from every loss. They'd set records and win the President's Trophy. There you <laughs> go. And then Jack wrote back and said, Stupid, period, comment, period. If you're going to be a jackass, the door is right over here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Jesus. And then someone replied and was like, 4-0, blown lead to the Rangers in November. And he said, that one, too. So add on a couple. Whoa. Add on a couple. Right. Seven, we got the seven. We got the seven. He said wins. that one, Guys, too. guys. We're racking them up. So add 14 points to their 71, and they've got 86 points. Guys, the Montreal Canadiens are really just a point behind the Tampa Bay Lightning. The problem isn't the talent. Adam. The problem is that they did not... Redo those games. No, we need to adjust though. <laughs> we didn't because the Leafs blew a four-one lead to Montreal, mm. and Montreal won. So because they won that game, you got to take them away. Oh, and the Leafs get three because it was on a Saturday in October. Right, and, and Mike Babcock was playing, and Babcock was still the coach. So and that Babcock was, yeah. was still the coach. That's a five-point game. Five-point turnaround. That is an Do un- you hear the footsteps, Tampa? Just unbelievable. Leafs are freaking coming. That's an all-time <laughs> wow, take. That it's is, a really... It is, wow. I get the logic, but if they... Listen. If they simply won games... <laughs> if they had simply not been swept by but the worst Detroit. team that we've seen in a generation, <laughs> they'd be fine. <laughs> if they had simply not gotten swept by the worst team since, like, the expansion thrashers... You know... 
the Tampa Bay Lightning won the 2019 Stanley Cup had they not simply been swept. You know, if you take away those four playoff games that they played, they're undefeated. <laughs> what about this one from David? It's like they went 16 and friggin' oh. David says, I almost have as much money as Jeff Bezos. If you take my current net worth, subtract my debt, give me the salary of Tim Cook. <laughs> there you go. Hey, true. I'm almost Jeff Actually, Bezos. Actually, you don't want Tim Cook's salary. What you want are Tim Cook's stock options. Uh, they keep the CEO salary small. The stock options is where they make this their money. Is the important Because that's part. how you hide it from taxes. <laughs> You're wasting your time on this hockey show. I'm just saying. No, I'm not, because I'm not a CEO. Hey, this uh. is Adam Wilde doing a podcast by myself. <laughs> it's just about housing, taxes, <laughs> and Russian history. Let's go. That, it's simply the most boring podcast in the history of the universe. It would get a million listens. You think so? Jack Todd would love it. Jack Todd would love it. You know what? Listen, there's anybody can find an audience out there for any subject. There are podcasts for everything. iHeartRadio with 250,000 podcasts. Find yours. That's too many. That <laughs> I know we're on that platform. That's too it's many. Too many. Well, I, and I keep saying to them, like, hey, wh which podcasts, though? <laughs> nah, no, all of them. No, a quarter of a million. <laughs> all of no, them. No, but which ones? <laughs> like, there's there's a podcast for every person in Regina. Yeah. And then some. That's yeah. ridiculous. Hey, have you heard this podcast? No, that's not my podcast. That's your podcast, yeah. friend. Jim. The dumbest oh, sorry. thing. Wrong Jim. <laughs> the dumbest thing Netflix has done is exist. not just have a top 10 list. Well, they finally that, got one. They finally did it, but it's, what, a decade oh, too late? True. Just have it there and be like, hey, this is the number one show. Everyone well, go watch it. Well, and that's the thing. I and then everybody could watch the show. What I used to be, what I used to like, at least, it used to be easier anyway, in radio, when you're doing a pop culture show, it's like everybody sort of watched the same show. So like Jersey Shore, everybody's watching yeah. that, so you could make Jersey Shore jokes and people would get it. You know, Game of Thrones was sort of the last show that everybody sort of had a good idea mm -hmm. of what was going on, even if you hadn't watched it. But there's like so many great shows now that if you make a joke, nobody knows what you're talking about because it's so fragmented, right? So I'm glad Netflix is doing that. So hopefully a few more people will glob onto some of the more popular shows, make my life easier. And that's just exactly, my personal opinion. You have exactly six days to make jokes about like yeah, Netflix yeah. Series that's the other thing is once they're out, then it's like, all right, if you don't make the joke today, yeah, everybody's already seen it. And it's old. If you anyone see don't fuck with cats here, let me flip their dog. <laughs> 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 Here's <laughs> if you, out there. If dog. you make a Mary Kondo joke now, you're oh. old. Oh, oh, I know. Don't I know. I, I do it all the time. You know, that's what the youth's like. Mary Kondo, right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Vote for me. Like, I, oh like last December, uh, Black Mirror was a big thing. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. the one they did the, the Miley Cyrus string of episodes where it ended with the Miley Cyrus episode. And then they also had the Choose Your Own Adventure one. But yeah, like, you, can, you can't reference that anymore. No. Like, if you make a Bandersnatch reference, what is that? Things are moving too quickly. Yeah. Get in the, get in the now, man. <laughs> what is this? The yeah. news cycle. Um, uh, it was not a good game. Should not be dropping points, no matter what, what Jack Todd says about the points that the Leafs should have made up. Uh, but, I, I mean... I mean, they've had worse losses. I'd put it that way. Right, right. And watch out for those Montreal Canadiens. Because if they ever figure out how to get back in time and beat the Detroit Red Wings, we're in big trouble. If the Red Wings had simply not lost the vast majority of their games. Imagine where they'd be. They'd be chasing a cup. You'd see Dylan Larkin hoisting the cup above his head. It'd be great. And the other ones. So the NHL has told teams the salary cap mm. next year is going to be between 84 and $88 million. 
That is just a ridiculous range. I, I heard it was between $10 and $100 billion. I mean, and they were just like, here you go. Pretty much means the same thing, I think. Right. However, I, I do not fault them on this one. Really? Yeah, because the salary cap is tied to revenue. And even though we're most of the way through the season, we're not through the playoffs yet. And I hate to bring it up, but we don't know what's happening with this whole coronavirus thing. And a lot of the NHL team's revenues, a lot of the teams that don't make a lot of money, which, by the way, most teams don't make money in the NHL, um, a lot of them are tied to door. And they may have to play games in empty arenas this spring, guys. This is this is where we are going to. Forget 84 at the low end. If this gets really bad, the cap will go down. Yep. Yep. <laughs> totally. Because it is tied to revenue. So, and then everyone's boned. <laughs> yeah. So this is something that, you know, you better, like, you, I mean, for, for obvious reasons, and uh, we're not a very serious show, the coronavirus thing is somewhat serious at this point, getting more serious by the day. Um However, the effect For on sports... For anybody not watching, Steve's putting on Purell. <laughs> the effect, hand sanitizer. The effect ah, on sports... Like, listen, we are supposed to have an Olympics this summer. We may not. They said it's happening. The IOC said it was happening. Yeah. The city, the country of Japan said, well, it might not at well, that time yeah. frame. And the IOC is like, yes, it will in Detroit, or Detroit. And Japan's like, well, I don't know. This is, I mean, it's, it's all sort of, what are, we, what are you thinking right now? So it's, it's I think... I don't. I don't often give the throw the NHL a bone. I throw them a bone on this one. They just don't know, and I don't blame them. How would you know? That's true. And That's true. Sure. I would. I would throw them a bone if this wasn't uh, just the same thing they did last year. Yeah. If it was reactionary to this reality, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, good on you." But they did the same thing last year. They did. So when I saw that tweet, I'm like, "84. It's 84. That's um, the cap." I'm not sure if this broke. I think this must have broken after we had our show. Uh, but another thing the NHL has talked about at the GM meetings, by the way, the GM meetings are happening right now, mm-hmm. is the emergency backup goaltender situation. Now, if you are not a Leafs or a Canes fan, you must know a little bit about David Ayers, but essentially... Or um, Scott Foster. Right? If, yeah, or Scott Foster. But if the, Leaf, the Leafs basically were thrown a gift and they blew it, but what could have happened was the Leafs could have sent an employee in to play for the Carolina Hurricanes against the Leafs, and if the Leafs had lit him up, Imagine how angry the Carolina Hurricanes, who are fighting for and a playoff spot, else, and everybody Panthers. else, people would be mad, super mad. Now, Carolina is currently sitting a point, or sorry, three points out of the playoffs. They would be five points out of the playoffs had David Ayers not come in, and had they not played great hockey. Let's be honest, the Carolina Hurricanes played great defense that night. Uh, unbelievable. And a, a lot yeah. of Canes fans reached out when we talked about it and said, hey, <laughs> you didn't talk about how great we played. I'm sorry. That wasn't the story. We were distracted, right? <laughs> that really wasn't the story to us. They lost to a 42-year-old driver who works for them. Delete, delete. Works for Coca-Cola Coliseum. Thanks, Twitter people making shit less fun. By the way, MLSE, still part of Coca-Cola Coliseum. I don't know, probably. But anyway, uh, I just, I want to, I, I found it so funny that Did the you? GMs, that it was going to be brought up. And it was funny because people were like, well, they're only bringing this up because it's from Toronto. <laughs> well, no, it's not really that. It's just that if Toronto had won, do you know how embarrassing that is for the league? Mm-hmm. Like, it would have been awful. I don't think, I mean, it's, it's a very, very cool story. But if you're a sports fan, do you look at this story and think, wow, the NHL's really got it together? No. No. It's possible that this, that this stuff can happen. So... What was interesting in the GM meetings is it came up, apparently it was bandied about for about three seconds, and then they were like, yeah, we're not going to do anything about it. And this, 
Like what they don't even want is the to, best option. They don't even want to compile a list of local guys who played semi-pro or pro once. Well, like so you don't want to do that. I had heard that the like goalie for U of T or mm-hmm. something like that, which is at least a university Canadian university in shape, not in his forties right. guy. Um, He's frequently there, and it was just like his night off. Oh, and, and di- <laughs> poor guy. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. And they're just like, oh. <laughs> but Man. just for him. You're like, yeah. I could have played in the NHL. <laughs> that Dude, night. you're there for your one in a billion bajillion chance, and you missed it. It's like finding out That's the, guy, a story. the guy behind you in line bought the winning lottery ticket. Right. Why has no one done an article on that guy? That's the story I want to read. Do you understand this has happened twice ever? (sighs) Ever. And And it could have been you. And it could have been you Saturday night in Toronto. Oh. Like, think about that. You could have been in the Hockey Hall of Fame just like David Harris. Yeah, man. He's in the Hockey Hall of Fame forever. Like, I got a free beer fridge. <laughs> Did he? That's, that's what's important. That's yeah. who? Okay. I just know. I saw that tweet and I'm like, ah, here comes the free stuff. Good for you, Dave. Good for him. Yeah, man. Free stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I was hoping that he would keep, like, not not that he sh- shouldn't give some of that money to charity, but I hope he got some of it just to keep for himself yeah. and go on a nice vacation. He So the Hurricanes gave a lot to, I uh, can't remember the It's a uh, liver. Is it not? Kidney? Kidney. Kidney. Because he friggin' had a kidney transplant. Unbelievable. In 2005. <laughs> but isn't it funny that <laughs> the NHL, the, the NHL GMs wouldn't do anything? And people were like, you know what? That's the right decision. Except that whenever a problem comes up, the NHL GMs are like, you know what? We'll talk about it for about 30 seconds and we'll sweep it under the rug and kick the can down the road for next time. You, There must be a better, mm-hmm. there must, must, must be a better way to do it than this. Yeah, I got it here. And I'm about to get assassinated by everybody in hockey media. Stop having the GM meetings in Florida. Stop having them in a warm, comfortable, enjoyable place to be. You come to Toronto, and you have it somewhere far off the subway line, no, and a pain ha- in the ass to get to. Have it in Edmonton. Have it in Edmonton. When it's cold. Have it in wherever. Yellow Don't have knife. it somewhere nice. Yeah. Have it right right on Richmond, Adam. You could have a lot of fun in Toronto. Don't, you could have you a lot of fun. You could have a lot of fun in Edmonton. I'm just saying it's colder. Yeah. You can have a lot of fun in Edmonton. Is I've the, had is lots this, of fun in Edmonton. Is one of the yeah. solutions maybe just having a, a skater dress as a goalie? That was it's, so years ago. There's a liability with that, right? Because then you get your very expensive, amazing player who is not meant to be a goalie gets injured. Years mm-hmm. ago, the Leafs almost yes. had to use that option, and they had had a, like an emergency discussion with, "Hey guys, if both our goalies get hurt," mm-hmm. and they narrowed it down to Colton Orr and Carl Gunnarsson. Ooh, almost got net. Because that's the uh, in baseball. If you run out of pitchers, you use a fielder. Totally, that's, that's the only logic I was. It using. is. It's. I think it's more serious. Than people are thinking. Like, it's not just, like, forget David Ayers. Uh, you know, those are two goalies who were, like, really, really hurt. Um, but I think back to, remember a few years ago, um, Roberto Luongo had to come out of a game, mm-hmm. Leafs-Panthers, and Al Montoya, who I think had gotten hurt earlier in the game, went back into the game. And they had their emergency goalie ready to go, and he was on the bench and fully dressed and everything. And Al Montoya played the rest of that game hurt. Really? The Panthers ended up winning because of, again, of course. But I don't think Montoya played another game for the rest of that season. Mm, yeah. So I, I got, I got a, a question. If you mm-hmm. were a goalie, okay, um, would you show up to every Leaf game if you got paid 100 bucks? So you get free Leafs tickets and 100 bucks. 
and you're the emergency goalie. Literally mm-hmm. just cover my parking. Right. No, not even that. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Cover but my you, parking. But you get to go to every Leaf game. That's the perk, right? You get to go to every game. So here's the thing. I'm just looking this up right now, and I'm sorry that I tuned out for just a second here. No. If you paid an emergency backup goalie every game who's qualified, 100 mm-hmm. bucks, you multiply 1,230, because that's how many games there are in the NHL in the regular season, times 100. It's a, it costs the NHL, are you ready for this? $123,000 over the course of a year, which by their standards is a rounding error. Oh, yeah, it's there nothing. There are billions, billions and billions corporation. And, and 123000 bucks. You couldn't find that in the budget to bring guys to the game mm-hmm. who are... And no, no disrespect to David Ayers, but do you really want this to happen again? It's not just that it happened, it's that it happened in Toronto. Do, right. there is See, I don't absolute, think that has anything to do with no, it. No, no, I do. Okay. Because there is... So we had a 42-year-old Zamboni driver, once again, who hasn't played in God knows how long. This is the greater Toronto area. Dude, get any major junior goalie. Okay, you can't get him. Get any university goalie. Okay, you can't get him. Get any junior A goalie. I'm sure there were guys in the arena at the time who have played goal in, like, beer league that are a little more fit than David Ayers. There were probably guys who played for the buzzers or something or, like, whatever. Um, who you, you could have had. But my point is be prepared. Have them yeah. in the arena, pay them a hundred bucks, and say, hey, here you go, here's a couple tickets, watch the game. Cost you nothing. Yeah. Cost you absolutely nothing. Rotate. It's and a little weird for them to make no, to, like, no move on this. Yeah, I think like, that's hey, weird. And let's you, move and you, on. You know what's amazing about my stupid little idea? You throw a junior A goalie in there, he plays five minutes to close out a game, it's a great story, it's super inspirational, yard sailed his college eligibility in the States. <laughs> Oh, really? I assume so. He played professional hockey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so stupid. It is so stupid, but I yeah. bet that's the rule. No, that, that would... Yeah, because he would is literally that an NCAA have, thing? He would have to sign yep. the contract. And, Why are yeah. they the worst? organization in the world. Why are they yeah. the worst? Do they have know. to be the worst? Like, you don't Not have to dumbest, be that bad. I guess they, they... I mean... Yeah. They make a lot of money. They're just awful gremlins. <laughs> but <laughs> it's true. Hey, another story with Carolina. Uh, and Craig Wyshynski tweeted this out. And it's funny. When Leaf fans say it, it's whining. Um, but he goes, have we discussed how murderous the Canes schedule in March is? They have 16 games in 27 days Oof. with back-to-backs with travel every single weekend. Oof. They play on the 5th, 7th, 8th, 10th, 12th, 14th, 15th, 17th, 19th, 21st, 22nd, 24th, 26th. Leafs get one of those. Penguins, it's all, it's insane. It's all back-to-back The Leafs had that in, did they not have that in November? They had something like that. Yeah, it was something crazy. Oh, you're a complainer. But no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? I mean, it sucks. But here's the other thing. The Canes can take this opportunity, because they're in a playoff spot, or sorry, in a playoff fight, and get really sharp for the playoffs. You sound like Rod Brendamore. Rod Brendamore said, because you know, they were like, oh my God, you know, you're March. And he's like, well, look at the opportunity in front of us. That's how you have to look That's at it. Great coach. God damn. Before Love we move coach. too far away from the emergency uh, backup goalie dis- discussion, mm-hmm. what did you guys make of the uh, Colin Campbell quote that Eric Francis tweeted out? What was that? Where he said, uh, oh, this this. Campbell said, I called Hurricanes GM Don Waddell in the second intermission and said, can't one of those two guys please come back? Well, based on the emails that were leaked several years ago, there's no reason to believe that Colin Campbell cares about NHL players and their safety. Now, so my that's understanding, what that quote is. my understanding, what? Jesse, on. you go on your phone, Google Maps, find the lie. He's right. Find it. But 
my understanding Find about that is that that was a it was sort of like a joke. Like, oh, can't they come back in? Like it was a joke. If that was the joke, that then was the fine. tone apparently. Also, he doesn't care. <laughs> okay, both can be true though. I think this particular both, case both was a joke. Your points can yeah. be true. I mean, based on the emails, I don't disagree. Yes. He was joking. Also, doesn't because yeah. yeah, I saw that blow up on Twitter. I was like, that could be taken a lot of different Guys, ways. They're merely bags of money. <laughs> with with ice skates. Yeah, I mean, that's all they are. Type in Cole Campbell, Mark Savard, if you're wondering why I'm a little hot under the collar. You ever talk to Mark Savard about that? No. I'd like to talk to Mark Savard about that. If he was ever not working for an NHL team again, which I definitely hope doesn't which happen. We ruined. We should have had him on the podcast. We in the should summer. have had him when we had yeah. him. Now yeah. he's working with the, the Blues. What have they ever done? Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Nothing. Um, the NHL, this is the NHL policy on coronavirus, by the way, or COVID-19, which in my humble opinion, I know that that's the scientific name for it. However, if you have two names for one thing, people start to think it's two different things. And I definitely have seen on Twitter, people don't know that COVID-19 is coronavirus. And I think that's dangerous. I'm actually serious. I feel like that's actually dangerous. It's coronavirus forever now. Uh, The NHL has banned its employees from business travel outside North America in response to the widening coronavirus outbreak. You cannot leave even on vacation. And if an individual ends up in a location affected by COVID-19 on their own, the league is mandating a two-week quarantine before the person can return to work. So that means, let's say you ended up in, uh, well, the United States has it, but like, let's say you end up in one of the hotspots, Italy, South Korea, yep. China. You are not going back to work. So your one week vacation turns into three. So wait, the media told all these people that they have to quarantine themselves? Sorry? The, the media told all these people they have to No, no, quarantine? this is Gary Bettman. Oh, Gary Bettman. Yeah. Why, well, why would he do that? Why would Gary Bettman do that? Yeah, was he like? Did he consult like medical professionals and stuff? <laughs> or, I, or, I'm are not you sure where you're going. Me medical professionals are behind the quarantines and not the media. Sorry, I've been reading the wrong shit. The, the <laughs> sarcasm <laughs> in this episode has been off I, the charts. I'm, I'm no, missing it. I must not have slept well last night. I've been never bothered by anything, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate never bothered by anything. Oh, it's just another one. Just, I've been through this before. Just another one. Go lick a subway pole then, you friggin' chode. Anyway. Oh, God. Yes, Adam? <laughs> what? Speaking at the conclusion of the NHL general manager's meeting Wednesday, Commissioner Gary Bettman said the NHL is aware and aware of and focused on all possibilities as it continues to monitor a fast-moving situation. If the league employees, if league employees go to a place that's on the list of countries that have an issue, or while they're the, or while you're there, that country comes onto the list. When you come back, we want you quarantined out of the office for two weeks until we can see if symptoms develop. He added, it's currently up to individual teams to decide their own travel protocols. The clubs know uh, that's what we're doing, said Batman. Uh, they've been advised. They're free to adapt uh, or adopt uh, as much or as little of that policy as they want to, at least for the time being. Uh, Bettman added the NHL has been in communication with both the Center for Disease Control in the United States and Health Canada and in regular contact with all 31 franchises. The commissioner described the situation as day-to-day as the virus continues to spread around the world but declined to speculate about the potential of having to hold games in empty arenas or postponing the playoffs. At this point, he says, it would be premature to pick any one of the possibilities, especially because it may or may not become necessary in North America. We're staying current, we're staying in communication with the appropriate people, and we'll deal with it when the time comes. Which, you know what? He's a lawyer. What else is he going to say? Yes. But also, for anyone who doesn't think this could happen, remember that the NHL recently had an outbreak of mumps. Mm-hmm. Well, mumps. especially when you think, consider, especially over the other leagues, the amount of equipment you're wearing, mm-hmm. the amount of sweat. It's disgusting. And it's like, well, because you're turning your, your, your body turns into a sweat oven. You are literally, you are, ba- you are 
just just and soaking meet, in your own sweat because your, your sweat doesn't have anywhere you, to go. It just stays on your skin. You meet all these fans and you shake hands with all the training staff and you just you're just germs. If yeah. one person in the NHL gets the common cold, uh, they infect two hundred thousand well, people. Look like, at the it's team. Unbelievable. Look at the, what the Leafs had earlier this season with the flu. It's like five guys, six guys. It's great. Like that. Whenever I see one reporter with the sniffles, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, the Leafs are about to have like a bad two weeks. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they uh, have the most reporters, and that means they're most likely to get sick. That's my medical opinion. Canada currently has 33 reported cases. Uh, cool. Dope, 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 and Washington dope. State has a total of nine deaths. Uh, I think the United States has something like. I think they had nine or 60, 70 cases or something. Um, so listen, it's it's a thing. The never bothered it's by anything guy is is you're too much. The person who tweets out, I'm never shaking hands again until this is eradicated is also you're a little too much. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Let's just take a breather. Look at the numbers as they come in. Wash your hands, which you should do anyway. Yeah, why? Why haven't people been washing their yeah. hands hey, regularly? Guys, guys, wash your damn hands! I want, I want the picture of Lord Kitchener. Wash your hands. Lord Kitchener wants you to wash, wash your, hands. your hands. I like. Oh yeah, you're supposed to wash your hands for twenty seconds. Be twenty seconds. What do you think? I got time to burn? <laughs> That's unbelievable to me. Well, no, I'm not. Listen, I'm a bit of a germaphobe, but I still went to Waterloo, shaking all kinds of hands, and then I washed my hands for a minimum twenty seconds afterwards. Mm-hmm. Well, it was actually a lot longer than that. Um, there's also, if, you, if you're really paranoid about this, apparently uh-huh. Purell is just selling out everywhere. So, there are ways on YouTube that you can make your own Purell. Oh. And and no. it's actually, no, 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 it's scientifically safe, don't worry. Sure. But, oh, I'm sure it's I'm safe. I'm sure those YouTubers know what they're talking no, about. No, these aren't the smash that like button YouTubers. <laughs> Jake Paul. What a Jake Paul. <laughs> hey. Guys, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> I got coronavirus for fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Who's, who's the first YouTuber who's gonna get coronavirus for the YouTube video? Oh, I'm oh sure it's my happened. God, Kids, here's how you make your own Purell. <laughs> and also, click the link down below. It's definitely not a scam. Yeah. Sorry, whenever I see him advertise shit that's obviously a scam, I'm like, you live in Calabasas. You do not need the money. Go get in another fight. Anyway, sorry. Yes, Adam? Yeah, it's weird when, when YouTubers... Advertise that stuff like scammy stuff. I'm like why no. you don't need to if I was as rich as Jake Paul You know what I would never do like get punched in the face often <laughs> Which, Yeah, but I guess that's what makes him Jake Paul. I, I guess so. I don't get the appeal, but then I'm I don't have to It's not for me What did that TikTok guy call it nose beers anyway nose beers? <laughs> I don't know It's beer that you put up your nose. I assume okay. Is that know? a thing? Yeah, for sure. Wow. All right. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. Listen. Hey, did you see the um did you see the news this morning? Oh. About the senators? Um, they fired their president? It was Super the Tuesday. CEO. Yeah. yeah, Jim Little, who has been on the job for 5 months. Sorry, 2 months. He was only on the job for a little. 2 months. <laughs> End of the show. Senator Zona Eugene Melnick named uh Little the CEO on January 10th. Of this year? Yeah, they say his his conduct was inconsistent with the core values of the Uh-oh. team and the NHL. Uh-oh. Since 2017, the Senators have parted ways with CEOs Little, Tom Anselmi, who used to work for the Leafs, Cyril Leader, uh, COO Nicholas Ruzitsky, and Chief Marketing Officer Amy Dizel. Dizel. So, um, now... I, I have my own quote on this. Oh. You oh, mind? from Haley. From Haley Salvian. One of our favorites. Hi, Haley. 
Gary Bettman from the Board of Governors meetings on the Jim Little firing. It's not what you think or what's being suggested. It's not one of the things we had been discussing at the board meetings in December. It has to do more with internal operations. You know what's a bad way to start a sentence? It's not what you think. It's not what you think. <laughs> well, they did make it seem like it's like he was caught something do- doing, like, conduct know. inconsistent with the core values. What do you instantly think? Right? Everybody knows the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Of course. That's not necessarily Nothing fair to him. Good. That's not fair to him. But, that's so if it's not what you think, here's the thing on this one. Would have been so Who do you believe? No Gary Bettman or Eugene Melnick, though? I'm, I'm leaning towards Bettman. I'm leaning toward it's not what you think. And I'm reserving judgment until the whole story comes out because I don't trust the senator's organization no. one bit. They were so close. Yeah. Sends its march. Like you were so close to having yeah. a relatively normal season. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, they were so close. And these guys might get three top five picks. Mm-hmm. Oh. Did what? you see the stat from Sportsnet Stats? It was so the Islanders started. I want to say it was sixteen three and one. Mm-hmm. Um, since the end of that streak, the New Jersey Devils have a point percentage of point five eleven. The Islanders are five hundred. So since the end of their hot start to the season, the Islanders have been worse in the standings than the Devils. Wow! If that keeps going, and if the Hurricanes manage to actually win a bunch of those games that they have in hand. And who else is in there? The Blue Jackets can somehow hold on. I don't know how they're going to be able to do it with all their injuries. The Islanders can miss the playoffs, and the Sens could, theoretically, pick first, second, and fourth. Wow. The Rangers are four points out as well. And have more wins than, I think it was the Islanders. They do. No, the, Columbus, Columbus. Columbus. The ping pong balls would have to bounce a crazy yeah, way. Yeah, but for, wouldn't you love to see it? Right, right. <laughs> I mean, not just for Senators fans, but just for chaos theory. Mm-hmm. If you hate uh, the loser point, by the way, have a look at the Eastern Conference uh, wild card picture. Ugh. It's screwing everything up. Yeah, well, because Columbus has 14 overtime losses. <laughs> Boston. I believe they have seven wins worth of losses. Jack Todd loves it. Boston is zero and seven in the shootout. Oh my god! In a make believe part of hockey, they're zero and seven. Now, to you, does that say they're better than their record suggests, or worse? They're much better. They're better. They're better. Yeah, that's a coin ties. flip. They're well yeah, over hundred points at they, this point. They lost seven points on nothing. On nothing. Yeah, those are ties. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I wonder what their overtime record is. Hey, Their overtime record is, I don't know. I've, they have 12, 12 uh, wins in overtime. I used to be pro shooto because I was like, well, you got to end the game, whatever. No. The more I think about it, the more I think, first off, three on three, there would be a goal so quite quick, it wouldn't even matter. Yeah. You go four and four for, for 10 minutes, and then you do three on three for 10 minutes. There's a goal in there. But my, but, but my, my question beyond that is, are ties so bad? No. No. Like, if you play a full pe- extra period, that's a lot. But if you play a full, let's say it's four on four for five minutes, and then it's f- three on three for five minutes, and if you still don't have anything, you've at least got half a period of exciting hockey that you went mm-hmm. through, because it was going to be exciting. Yeah. And then you got a tie. So you think 10 minutes, three on three, and a tie? Yeah. Why not? I think. At least, and then everybody gets one point. Yeah. There it one. is. One... 
ties are okay in the NHL because they have a point system. It's not just wins and losses, right? So ties, they, they have an effect on the standings. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a legit, just like soccer, there's a legitimate effect because it's just points. Um, it's a little different. It was just wins and losses. Plus, you should go three on three for 10 minutes with a shot clock. It's a Brian oh, Burke suggestion. That's a great idea. So you, you avoid this damn circling the puck oh, back, yeah, bring it out crap. of the yep. zone. And there's bring, no more offside. You go no offside. 30 seconds. And a 30 second or 20 second or whatever you want at shot clock, which is shot on goal. And if you get your own rebound. See, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you take offsides out of it, is it hockey? It doesn't matter. It's closer to hockey than the shootout. Yeah. Fair. Okay. It's, that's fair. It's, it's, it's entertainment value versus integrity. Right? Like, the shootout is more entertaining than the game just stopping. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's also made up fantasy nonsense. Right. Right. We went from Jim Little to this. Well, no, we're talking hockey. Yeah. The shootout's just so Sorry. far from hockey. You know? Yeah. yeah. It just it, doesn't feel right anymore. Dude, it's. It sort of sucks. It's not even exciting. Like, it's yeah. sort of like, oh, okay, I'm going to sit through this crap. Like, does do, do anyone does anyone really. Honestly, it's worse I, I want to ask. Leave this in the comments. Yeah. Does anyone out there actually enjoy a shootout? And maybe it's because. Maybe I'm biased because the Leafs have never been good in the shootout, but that's not true. They have been. Have they? Oh know. yeah. They just it just feels like they've been like, bad at everything. The, I don't know. <laughs> Lupa, they were unbelievable in the shootout. There you go. Those the Leafs were once good in the shootout. That's my question for the episode. Anybody actually enjoy this anymore? It's uh, it's funny to think that gold medals are decided on shootouts as well. In multiple sports. In multiple sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Wayne Gretzky didn't get to go in a shootout, and that's the biggest travesty in Canadian yeah, hockey history. Yeah, and they put Ray Bork in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was the coach of that one? Mark Crawford. Was that Mark Crawford? Yeah. yeah. That he was a been. bad move. But Mark. like that's supposed to be the pinnacle of hockey and sport. It's the Olympics. And there's a shootout that we're deciding this thing on. Mm-hmm. Cool. Come on. Yeah, plus it's the Olympics. Just keep going. Like, right. Keep going. Like what's the what's the rush? <laughs> you gotta go to commercial? They'll wait. It's the Olympics. <laughs> like who cares? I understand if it's you know, uh, if it's senators. Um, New Jersey on a Tuesday night. Yeah. I get it. Or like Sorry, guys. LA and it's like the West Coast time and yeah. it's 1 a.m. on the East. I get what, what you got to you... go to your newscast. I get yeah. it. But like, but during the Olympics, like during the second round of the Olympics, it's oh my God, whoever wins this goes to the gold medal game. Also, no, you don't got to go to the newscast. I'm watching this for the hockey. Most people are watching this for the hockey. You think I landed on this hockey game by accident? Here's the no, problem. People, people are turning on at 11 to see CTV News. Yeah. Go to bed. They, they need to see Anne-Marie Medaway. They yeah. need Anne-Marie. And, We're leaving Anne Marie's in the behind. morning. Excuse me? <laughs> hey. So, but also, let me throw this out there. Um, the news, in many cases, is higher rated than the hockey. Yes. Damn it. It's that's, true. That's the, not in Canada. You know, but in the States, <laughs> yeah. Peter the news is higher rated. Now I don't want to hear from anybody. Okay. When when he was doing the national, I wanted to hear the news, mm-hmm. but now he's now he's retired. Well, and then when they used to have hockey night in Canada, well, they still do have it on CBC. But when it was a CBC product, he would do uh, the first ten minutes of the national mm-hmm. between overtime periods and the playoffs. I always thought that was kind of new, like cool. Oh, right? yeah, that is cool. He would like here are the stories. Let's go 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 go, go. <laughs> yeah. hockey. Yeah. It's like that's a great idea. Why don't we do that? War is about to break out, and oh, it'll have to wait. They drop the puck, <laughs> <laughs> and we now return you to the Sens and Leafs. Like yeah. it was just that was cool. Yeah, that was cool, and you could tell he liked that too. It's a challenge, something different, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. There's ways around this that we can make this more entertaining. <laughs> I, I, I just want to see them try. That's it. Man, try something that's new. A lot. Well, are you okay? So you hate the shootouts. So you're saying you hated T.J. Oshi against Russia. What was better than that? Well, maybe more hockey. More hockey probably would have been better than that. Mm. Do we like hockey, though? 
Have we decided that? Yeah. And Americans might go, well, are you going to keep that same energy for the Jonathan Taves uh, World Junior thing? Yes! Yes! It was a shootout. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that a shitty way to lose? There mm-hmm. you go. It's a shitty way to win, too, but at least they won. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How many World Cup finals have been decided on free kicks? It's stupid. Spoken <laughs> yeah. like a true Italian. <laughs> Up well, until 2006. The Italians yes. in the shootout, or in the, yeah, in the, in the shootout, it's just a terrible luck. I think it was 1998 or 1996. I want to say four. No, not, but there was one in like 98 or something. I think that it might was have been also, more than once. Oh, probably. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just known for it. It's yeah. bad. Um, just run around for like an hour and a half and then it's free kicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Soccer, they're, they're more worried about like the guys just running out of energy, you know? But, Bri- okay. Hear me out. Bri- I'm going Brian Burke here. Bring the nets closer in overtime. <laughs> That's not bad. Why not? That's not a. You play uh, three half the pitch. Three on three. Three on three, three. and you bring the nets 20 feet closer or something on either end. It's not bad. It's not. I just revolutionized soccer. Steve Dangle, everybody. (laughs) Yes, Adam? (laughs) It's sort of funny. The time after the trade deadline is always super weird because you would think, first off, that you would hold the general manager's meetings before the trade deadline because that's when all the GMs are together and you'd think they Mm. could get creative together in the same room. But they don't do that because I think that the GMs view it as, here's our vacation in Florida. Let's do a little bit of work and have a few drinks and hang out. That I'm telling you, they got to have it somewhere inconvenient and uncomfortable. Right. And I'm not saying being an NHL GM, GM is easy. It is not. It is a 24-7, 365 job. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they're all good at it, but it is. You, you, here's all the GMs fly to Winnipeg. Uh-huh. You drive three hours north. And you hold the meetings in the first coffee shop you find. And that's where the GM meeting is. It'll be at Tim Hortons. Yeah, probably. I mean, in Brandon. What are the odds? <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> if you go to like Alberta, it might be a blends. Or is that BC? No, BC's blends. I've never heard of blends. Yeah, I don't know. It's because you've never about. been to BC. Well, I've been there, but like a couple, I've only spent like 48 hours in BC. Yeah. Well, so. that's enough time for a blends. And <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. I sure did. I was at a wedding. There was no blends at the wedding. Oh. Uh, so. That's a shitty wedding. <laughs> I guess. Shitty BC wedding. No blends. Yeah, right? right? Yeah, that's, that's what true. the B stands for. So what is blends? Blends coffee. That's what BC stands blends for. Columbia. Blends Columbia. Blends <laughs> Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> What were you going to say, Adam? No, I was just going to say that <laughs> there's not a whole lot going on in the NHL right now. Right, the play is about great. Blends. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was I was looking through the stories today. I'm going, well, that's boring, and that's boring, and that's boring. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah, post-trade deadline. And it's the ramp-up to the playoffs, and it's the general manager's meeting. So part of it is the media are all down there, too. And they're taking a bit of a breather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. And so some of the stories are like, ah, we'll pose it on the weekend. Yeah. But you do, you know, I mean, obviously they do their check-in, but they're there to have a good time too, and I don't begrudge them that. Elliot Friedman likes to get a little crispy. Does he? Well, he, good. He, I think, man, when you when you work that kind of job, you should probably blow off some steam at some point. Oh, after the trade deadline, I'm sure Elliot's like, yeah, no, I earned this. It was it was him and Kyle Bukaskis, and I can't remember what else, and they are very obviously wearing shorts mm-hmm. under their blazers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, they deserve it. And when you like when when they when they take off after uh, you know July first is over, the free agency thing's done. I don't blame them for that either. They it's like throw their phone in, in a lake in a volcano, uh, never to be heard from. Would again. you ceremonially ceremonially 
throw your phone in the water at your cottage because I'm assuming you have a cottage in this point. And every year you you tell your employer I need a new phone because I wrecked my old one. But I, I, would, I would I would do, do it a, until I needed and and until it became an island. I would build my second cottage on my phone island. Out of phones. There you go. Yeah. Dude, you work for a phone company. Right, or a communications <laughs> company. Just do it. They don't view it that way. No. <laughs> they a, very, very much of, do not view it that there's way. A, there's <laughs> a bunch of shellfish walking around with like an iPhone 6. <laughs> It's moving a little slower than I thought. It's moving a little, well, yeah, it's because it's a six. Now, did you read that the European Union, uh, there was a, a, a lawsuit that passed, Apple, mm-hmm. and I think in the United States as well, Apple will have to pay everybody that had an iPhone 6 and I think below, and some 7s as yeah. well, $25, because they intentionally slowed down their phone. I don't believe it. It's happening. It's a, it, the minimum that they can pay out is 310 million. I think the maximum is 500 million. Adam, would the company that gave me an iPhone 11 do that? Well, they admitted, they admitted no guilt in the, in the lawsuit. So they're paying people, but they're not admitting guilt. Then I don't find them guilty. (laughs) What do you find them then? Wonderful. Mm. We started doing this podcast this year, right? Okay, good. Yeah, just, just checking. Sure. <laughs> yeah, good. Good. It's the best. Okay, well, listen, maybe we should do our announcement now. Should we do that? Sure. We also have, a, whenever we get there, we have 173 press conference questions we need to get through. Oh. So. Okay. Okay, I have a question for the press conference. Okay. Should we well, do the no, press no, conference? No, we'll save it. We'll save it. Oh, we'll you do? It. Announcement. Well, hang on. Hang on. Why don't Hang we? On. Why don't Why don't you guys? Why don't we start the press conference? Okay. I'll get the announcement ready to go. Okay. Steve, uh, question. Question from Steve. Oh, we got away from the music. Oh. Okay. The Steve Dangle press conference. Question for Steve. <laughs> from Steve. Whoa. Go ahead. Oh. In our lifetime, mm-hmm. will we see full face protection in the NHL? Yes. Last that was night, one of our questions. Oh, there you go. Last night, Arturi Lekkinen's skate came up, uh, hits Johnny Boychuk right in the face. You see the instant panic skate off. Lou Lamorello announced today Johnny Boychuk received 90 stitches. Oh, gosh. And a lot of them were on his eyelid. Oh. Wee! But his eye's fine. He's expected to make a full recovery, etc. He had 90 stitches on his eyelid. Is that all? That's all. That's a lot. That's a small place for a lot of stitches. You know, he's a hockey player. You know, well, I don't know if it was all on his eyelid, but he's a hockey player. You know, he's like, couldn't have gotten 10 more. <laughs> you need 100%. You want that triple digit. He wants to be able to say it. I got 100 stitches. 90. Ah. I wonder how many pop. players in history have had 100 stitches on something. Like, Borea Pro- Salming. Probably Borea Salming. That skate to the face was nuts. Terry Sawchuk, maybe cumulatively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. In one. Fell swoop. How many? Can you look up uh, how many Taylor Hall had when he got stepped on by Corey Potter? Also, that was a, that was a point Jeff Merrick brought up on ice surfing. Like no real rule was implemented after a guy's head literally got stepped on. It's crazy by his isn't own it? teammate. So what do you? What makes you think? Thirty. I'm yep. surprised. He looked like a mutant after that poor guy. Um, I just like Jason York. You know, played in the '90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s. He was saying yesterday, he's like, I'm soft now that I'm a former player. Like, there's no reason for it. And you got these billionaires, these huge companies with 
million, million, billion dollar players. Um, and they're missing needless time because of injuries that could have been prevented. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. And people go, oh, well, you're bubble wrapping the game. What's next? Blah, blah, blah. Followed by ridiculous scenarios. Dude, neck guards exist. And I know they don't protect for everything. But neck guards exist and cages exist. Right. And who'd, who'd you rather see play? Sidney Crosby or someone else? Yeah. Well, and, and it, Owen Nolan had his, his career as a Brian Leaf ended. Brian Burrard, his career as a Leaf ended both because of n- needless iron injuries. They didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Then, and, I, and I saw a lot of people go, well, it's harder to see with a fishbowl or it's harder to see with a cage. It's harder to see without a cornea. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> I'm not had a doctor. I haven't had any experience with it, but I've heard Google that. It. So, so here's the... Uh, oh, you don't want to hear about eyeballs getting sliced open. Oh, you don't want to hear about that. Oh, this is a fun way to start the press conference. Well, I agree. Maybe. How about how about we do the announcement? Should we do the announcement? <laughs> yeah, there you go. All, right. All right, hey guys. Oh, ladies, they don't want to hear about that. Ladies and gentlemen, a Steve that. Dangle podcast live. Yeah. Yay! You already know that Steve Dangle will be in Kingston, Ontario. Jamaica. Oh. Kingston, Ontario, <laughs> April the fourth. April the fourth. Be with you. Guess what's going to happen after his book signing? We're going to the mansion. In Kingston, and we're doing a live show at the mansion, and then we're sticking around for the game so we can all hang out. Yeah. So we're doing 506 Princess Street, the mansion in Kingston, April the 4th, Steve Dangle Podcast Live. Check out info at mansion.rocks. Dot rocks? Is that, what is that, R-O-X? <laughs> yes. Actually, no. You know what? Just just Google. The spell, man- it, spell it for me. The mansion Kingston. It's the, the mansionkingston.com. Mansion. Kingston. I got it. If I can do it, then the listeners you can, find can do it. it. So I click. But Adam, it. I can't see my screen because I was stubborn Ooh. and wanted to prove to all my friends that I'm a guy by not wearing a cage <laughs> at Beer League. Five oh six Princess Street. That's right, Kingston, Ontario. Oh, Saturday night, April the fourth. Which what time? I believe I. Uh, well, that is to be announced. Just wait, okay? okay I believe so it's probably gonna be around five o'clock. Like around? Oh, okay, five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I just, I'm just asking. I questions didn't firm up the time. People, people will be asking. It will be a ticketed event. Oh, okay. This is an alcohol serving venue. Oh. Charge will be ten bucks. Ten bucks. Come hang out with us. It's going to be super fun. Love Kingston and love Kingston in the spring and in the summer because things start to get really warm. Kingston's one of the in Ontario, one of the cities that no one gives any credit to. is one of the most beautiful cities in the in the province. It's also one of the places where you can do the most outdoor stuff. It's a great size, but you can get out in the country in no time. You can hang out and picnic by the water. It's There's tons of history. Kingston is one of... So if you've never been to Kingston, you should come. You can go see the front knacks. Yeah, the knacks. Yeah. As I call them. Obviously. No, no the knacks. <laughs> Jesse, what? I know what Why I'm getting. You, what do you mean what, you, what you're getting? Oh, at the mansion. I know what I'm getting when I walk into the mansion. Oh, food-wise? What do you got? What do you got? <sighs> Getting the hangover helper. Mmm. House burger topped with bacon, cheddar, Swiss, portobello mushrooms, jalapeno peppers, and mansion sauce. Oh. This is a really nice website. God damn. Yeah, it is. I just say. Look at that sandwiches menu. Damn. Anyway, so come hang out with us. Also, mansion mac and cheese. Worth the drive. There you go. All right, there you go. Yeah, it's just up to 401 from Toronto. A couple hours. That's it. So we'll see you in Kingston, April the 4th. Or you know if you're from there. And hey, guess what? Um, More live events to come. Just throwing that out there. 
We love you. What? Uh, give us some more. Uh, give us some more questions. This one is from Dana Papa Nine. Okay. What do you think it will take for the NHL to mandate full face masks? <laughs> that was the question I was going to ask. Jesse, I hate you so much. And then you beat me to it. So I had to, I had to give her the shout out. I'm sorry. As, right. as usual with the NHL and safety, an answer that is so unpleasant it's not worth saying on the show. Yeah. Uh, Jazz Jackrabbit underscore wants to know, should the Leafs sell high on Hyman in the offseason? Absolutely not. Adam? No, you're both blasphemous wrong people. I don't think so. Keep I think him. you keep him. Yeah, I think he's pretty valuable. He's part of the core. I, I, you know, his salary might not say that, but I think Zach Hyman's 100% a part of the core here. Mm-hmm. He's a well-liked guy. Um, I don't think you can replace him. I think there are guys on this roster that are at least 70 or 80% replaceable. I think he is not. Confidently, I don't think he wants to play anywhere else. Or whatever. Yeah, I'm else. pretty sure. And I think the Leafs will do everything they can to keep him here as well. He's one of He is one of the first trades Kyle Dubas made. With the Leafs, the he might be the first. Yeah, the Greg McCaig for Zach Hyman trade with Florida, you know, was was before Lou Lamorello was the GM. Awesome deal. Great awesome deal. Awesome deal. People forget that, eh? No one gives Kyle Dubas credit for finding Zach Hyman. There's um, like look up. Uh, there are pictures of Zach in a Panthers jersey. That's crazy. With <laughs> frosted tips. Wow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look him up. On, okay. This um, one is from our girl Dua. Dua? What up, Dua? No. What? <laughs> I said Dua Lipa. Oh. <laughs> um, hypothetical. Mm-hmm. It's round one, game seven of the playoffs against Boston. Mm-hmm. The Leafs lead 4-3, and there's 60 seconds left. Face off in the Leafs zone, mm. and you're icing your current lineup of defensemen. Oh. So oh. no Riley, no Muzzin, no CeCe. Which two defensemen do you put out there? Barry Dermott. Oh. oh my God! Very good question. They can oh make passes. Barry God. Dermott. Oh my God! <laughs> this question's awful. Barry Dermott. Uh, throw this in the garbage. That's the only question. That's the only answer there can be. A Marinson and uh, a photocopy of Marinson. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I would put out Marinchin and a piece of paper with his picture on okay. it. Next Honestly, to him. <laughs> That's not part of the current Leafs lineup, Jesse. You're cheating. I think Marinchin Dermot. Why? Because. You don't trust Tyson Berry? Uh, first of all, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Learning things about Steve today? Mm-hmm. If neither does Sheldon Keefe, look up how many seconds Tyson Berry has ever played on the penalty go. It's very few. Mm-hmm. It's not very much. Um, this would be, I, w- I assume in this scenario, it would be six on five. Right. Yeah. So it's essentially a, like a glorified penalty kill. Right. Um, and last night, I didn't enjoy watching Justin Hall barely even attempt to whisper in Evander Kane's ear on the first goal. So Dermot, I know, is at least a prick, and Marincin has a 75-foot reach. Oh, this is dark. Adam, do, a, do a no thank you. Why is Steve <laughs> wrong? I think Steve's wrong because if... So who did you say? It was Dermot. Is it Marinchin on the right, Dermot on the left? Because Marinchin, as you said in the last episode, is a pink can being shook at Home Depot uh, when he has the puck. And the thing is that, that Marinchin is good at, at zone entry denials. 
But at this point, they're already in the zone. So I'm looking for people that can pass the puck. And Tyson, Tyson Berry can pass the puck. To who? Well, the thing is, if it's they trapped. get, they have to get control of the puck. Good luck. Right, but they have to. So if I'm ask, if you're asking me for my best odds, those two guys are the better skaters. They are uh, better offensively minded. So if I put them out there and go, okay, I want you to pretend this is the offense zone, offensive zone, but it's not. Mm. And I want you to get the puck out of this zone. Those two are going to give you the best opportunity. Period. End of story. Connor Hellebuck for MVP. Here's the other thing, though. So it's Game 7, final yeah. minute of Game 7. No yep. penalty is getting called. I want Travis Dermott breaking wrists out there. You know, he's like it's lawless. It's friggin' lawless. And you just tell Martin Marinjan green light will pay whatever fine you get. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. That's a dark one there, yeah. Dua. Yeah, let's, let's move on. All right. Um, this one is from Elite Leafs, at Elite Leafs. Uh, Nikita Shoshnikov. I'd like to know what that looks like. Sorry. Nikita Soshnikov has 27 goals and 21 assists in 58 games played for Yufa Salava. You blah, 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 blah. Uh, Salava Yulayev. Thank you. In the KHL. I like Jesse's season. pronunciation. It's Do you better. think a reunion with the Leafs could slash should be an option for why, next Why season? not? I doubt he wants to. Hmm. But I think he'd explore it. But if you could have, especially with a different coach and a coach that had him a lot, if the Leafs are looking for winger depth, you have to think. I think they're going into next season with like five or six million in in remain remaining salary to sign like six guys. Someone's getting traded this offseason, Everybody, some they're clearing Depends some cap. The cap they right, got to clear some cap. No, no, no that's probably. what they have next yeah. year. They got like five million, so they're going to have to clear cap. It's not a question of if; it's when. And you're going to need guys like Soshnikov or someone like that who, I mean, he's what, 26 now, 27? He's not that old. And you could have him come in and be a depth option. If he's if he ends up like Timoshov and then he ends up on waivers and halfway through the year Detroit claims him, so what? But the point is, yeah, why wouldn't he Why wouldn't he do that? Dubas was a fan. Sheldon Keefe was a fan. And this is a guy who has got some real bite that the Leafs are kind of lacking. Why not? And he's got some friends and he in can the score. organization. He can score. Can score. Um, I think it all depends on how he went out with the Leafs, if he went on on bad tone or not. I think he, it was bad. But that, was, that it, might have been because of the coach, though. I Yeah, they supposedly he wasn't a big fan of how they handled his injuries, and which were plentiful. I would also, oh, well, and sorry, a couple factors. I think Dan Milstein is his agent, so that helps. But if you're Sash and you're looking to get back into the NHL, don't choose the Leafs. Yeah. You want to choose the Sens. Winged, choose the Sens. Detroit? Uh, choose Detroit. Choose, uh, I mean, Edmonton went out and got Tyler Ennis. Yeah. Soshnikov on Edmonton? He'd be great. Excellent fit. Mm-hmm. I would also say it's the KHL. Right. And the numbers. Look, yeah. Go look up the all-time leading scorer in KHL history. It's I'm sure it's like OHL numbers. Sergei Mozakin. Yeah. And he's like an eighth-round pick of the Blue Jackets back when they had that. And he probably could have played here. We'll never know. Like he a, doesn't a, want to, though. He likes it there. Yeah. Consistent KHL All-Star, Nigel Dawes. Tim Stapleton. 2005 World Junior. Tim Snipleton was a friggin' uh, KHL All-Star. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not the same. It's not the same s- sport. You're not the same. Whoa. This one's from Stat the Obvious underscore. <laughs> That's a good name. Good I'm going to do, do a little slash on this question. Mm-hmm. How many current GMs do you think will be gone before the start of next season? So, slash, who do you think is getting fired? 
by the time next season starts. Who's going to fuck off? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that just reminded me of my, my boss when I was in landscaping. Everything had to be the F-bomb in it. So instead of going, hey, guys, can you go around to the front? They'd be, hey, can you fuck off to the front? It was great. It was it's one a, of those, right? Oh my god! Um, but right, but so, at the end of the at, at the end of the job, he'd get you a pop in a wheel, right? No, no, so, he would not. no. He was a gigantic a hole. So GMs, I got stories for the book. So GMs, GMs are gonna be Jason Botterill's got to be one Botterill's for me. Top of the list. Um, I think Dale Ta- da- Dale Talon is low key on his way out in Florida. Mm. Generally speaking, when you sign a ten million dollar goalie who sucks, and then ownership tells you that you need to cut ten million from the budget, mm-hmm. you're probably going to get shit canned. <laughs> Do GMs who've already been fired count? No, we're no. asking like who? Because like Ray Shiro was already fired. Who is no. right now is going to be fired between now and September? Mm. Now and September, Botterill for sure. Botterill, Talon's and a good candidate. Talon, I think is going to. I think Talon's gone. Uh, I think it's time for Stan Bowman to go in Chicago. That's my my opinion. Ooh, uh, you might be right there. Um, yep. And listen, I know he's done great things, but Doug Wilson has left the Sharks in a really rough spot. I don't think it's this. I don't think it's his year. But I think you better watch because they're not getting better unless they get a great goalie. And even then, what are they? That's an interesting one. I think they probably. If you're Doug Wilson, mm-hmm. your whole job is to pitch management on this being a one-off. Mm-hmm. This will not happen again. We're going to go right back to contending next year. We had all these injuries. We're going to be fine. If the Sharks are right around the same spot around Christmas, I, off with your head. Yeah. He's so maybe, be gone. He won't mm-hmm. be gone by September, but he might be gone by Christmas next year. And it's not because he's not a very good general manager, but the last couple years, kind of like with Stan Bowman, you're great until you're not. Yeah. He's made some decisions. The I, I still stand behind. I know Eric Carlson puts up a ton of points. That was the wrong deal. No. The Vlasic deal is rough on them now. Burns, although at the time, not trading even, Thornton. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, and I, I wonder how much Thornton held that up. I don't know. But he's like, I only want to go to a legitimate contenders. Yeah. Well, what is that? What's a legitimate contender? Tampa was a legitimate contender last year. They got swept. I would have been I like, like what Simmons did. put me on a playoffs. Yeah. Simmons didn't. Give me a chance to fight. He obviously didn't have any options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, Buffalo's closest. I'll try them. Yeah. And he, I think he's a business owner in this area. I think he owns property and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's he, what I, I know he owns a lot like where I, where we grew up. Great. Okay. So, yeah. You know, that's the thing. I, I, I think there's probably three or four guys that you can definitively say um, because a lot of them have been replaced and a lot of them are teams that are like, we're rebuilding. Now, if you had a rational mind, Bergevin in Montreal would be on your list. Yeah, but that's a good one. you cannot put him on your list. Jeff yeah. Molson is not going to fire Mark Bergevin. It doesn't matter. It's not going to happen, especially not this year. Maybe, I mean, they've missed the playoffs now. And if assuming they do, you know, assuming that, again, that they don't win four games against Detroit between now and, uh, <laughs> and April, they are, the Montreal Canadiens need Carey Price to play at a 920 save percentage to make the playoffs. And that's a lot. That's a tough ask in today's NHL. I just don't think that they are a good enough team and they've missed the playoffs now four, four out of five years. I mean, what else? In Toronto? I could tell you he'd be gone. Oh yeah, but it's, it's it's different. It's different because you've got a singular guy, dude. Yesterday, Michelle Terrian was trending because Habs fans were calling for him to come back. No, <laughs> no, don't no, don't make it worse. And this is how it goes. There's two names in the conversation if Claude Julien gets fired, which there's no reason to fire him. But there's two names in the conversation: Michelle Terrian, Gerard Gallant. 
That's it. No, okay. French name, French name. Here's, here's, if I'm a Canadians fan, what I want is guy who's competent and is willing to learn French. Mike Babcock. As in, no, no, McGill, we were talking, right? guys, so, we're talking about GMs. GMs oh, GMs. Sorry, I was talking about coaching. <laughs> yeah. um, and Julian will be back next year, by the way. Bergevin's such a weird GM. They're loaded on prospects. They're loaded on picks. He consistently wins trades. And He's got tons of cap room. Tons of cap room. He cannot give away his money. Yeah. He's never weaponized it, though, the way no. he should have. And he could have given away his money. He just refused to do it. So this is the thing. He, I think each year he thinks that they're ready. And then he goes, well, I better keep that cap room. Might need to add it the deadline. Oops. And then, unfortunately, it doesn't work out for him. Well, and, and That he, Montreal system is the best in the sport, is it not? Uh, it's close. It's, it's so right in there, man. If, I, I really like it. If these guys can turn the corner and be NHL players soon enough... Then Mark Bergevin has saved his own rear end, rear end, and he deserves to be commended for that for building a system. It's not easy. He might get the martyr ring, the Dale Talon ring. I don't think so. The guy who built the team but he's, gets fired ring. He's got a contract yeah. till twenty twenty two, or the what was it? The um, who won in? Um, who built Anaheim for Berkey to win it? It was he ended up in Ottawa, and he has sat, sadly passed away now. Oh, uh, um, oh my God, Brian Murray. Brian Murray. Yeah. Brian Murray built the Ducks and. Brian Burke finished off the Ducks. Mm-hmm. Bunch of Brian's though. They made yeah. it happen. So Next those, question, yeah, comes from Chris the, Pronger was good. <laughs> yeah, the Corey Haslam. He's just wondering if the Leafs make the playoffs. Is there any way Sheldon Keefe is up for Jack Adams? No, no, mm, no. no. You don't, don't see it. I don't think they got to be. The only way staggeringly Toron- good. The only way a Toronto coach wins the Jack Adams is if they surprise. Yeah, I think the way it's voted on, especially um, reporters, will go out of their way to not vote for Toronto things. I mean, you could see not that Toronto's deserved a lot of things in terms of um, in terms of like individual awards in the last forty five years, but you could see based on the votes, even when Curtis Joseph was at his best, Freddie Anderson when he was at his best, not even a Vesna nod. And deserved a couple years of that, at least with when it comes to Cujo. Um, I think not even like a nomination. I think that there are people that will go out of their way to not vote Toronto, and I understand why. It's because everybody's based out of here, so you don't want to seem biased. Uh, I don't see a Jack Adams in the future for any Toronto coach. The only time I thought maybe it could happen was Mike Babcock when he when this team squeaked in and that first kind of run that they made against Washington. And he deserved consideration that year. He did. He was great. Um, I would uh, man. Uh, if they squeak in, John Tortorella really needs to be front and center in mm. that conversation. Someone at Sportsnet yesterday is like, why not Todd Reardon, a team that was supposed to be good and is good with Washington? Like, what's wrong with that? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think that's not who it goes to. I Not usually. You know who I would give it to is Bruce Cassidy. He got he took a Stanley Cup winning team, yeah. or sorry, Stanley Cup losing team, and allowed them not to ha- not to be hungover or complacent. They yeah. had a short summer. They came back, and from get go, from the from day one, Boston has, and they've like people are like, well, they went through a couple slumps. They have ninety six points. F- <laughs> you, what kind of slump is that? They've they lost- went through a couple ten game stretches where they went five hundred. Yeah. Oh like, God. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? The boss, Bruce Cassidy, to me, and John Tortorella are the two nominees that are shoe-ins, at least mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference. Um, in the West, I mean, I could see Colorado, uh, Jared Bednar, uh, with the injuries he's had. Nathan McKinnon, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, but it, like... It could be a, Bedmar, a Bednar-McKinnon kind of year. And how do you not look at Dave Tippett with Edmonton? That's a good one. Shit. I like that. Mm. Like, that is... 
that might be it. Yeah, I'm just leaning so much towards the Bruce Cassidy thing because I think there's not enough recognition for just oh, Greatness. the great team is doing a great thing. Great. I agree. Like we always want to reward oh the underdog. They did this thing, but whatever the team that just beat up on everybody because mm-hmm. they're the best. You got to reward that sometimes. Who won it last year? Was it John Cooper? Like just because the lighting were so undeniable. I don't know who won it. I can look. It I up. think it was. Well, and th- and that's great. He should have. They were that good. Yes. And then the playoffs, but you know. And you, you, you could, I, if, if Winnipeg makes it, I guess you could give a, throw a couple votes at Paul Maurice, Paul Maurice as well. A lot of Winnipeg fans just had aneurysms. Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz. The because Islanders. they surprised. It was they, the, hey, they came out of nowhere. And you know what? Oh, he last deserved. year. Yeah, yeah. He oh, did I thought you were saying this year. I'm like, oh, no. uh, they've I, been trashed. I didn't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Nope. I don't no, mind they that. Were, that was shocking. I picked them to finish dead last. Yeah, me too. Me too. No, for sure. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Next question there, bud. Uh, next question, bud, comes from uh, David Ayer Season. <laughs> Wants to know, are you growing a mustache for Austin slash the playoffs? No. no. You did it last year, Steve. No, I didn't. I grew a beard. For the playoffs, you grew a beard. It was bad. Are you doing it again? Yeah. Every year. <laughs> Every year I grow the beard. Adam, will you be joining Steve? Well... Even if I tried, you wouldn't be able to tell because the Leafs are never in the playoffs long enough. I want to know how long I could get it. I couldn't. It's not as full. You know what? I'll do it. You guys are growing playoff beards? I'll grow playoff beards. Do you grow playoff mustaches? Can we do that? No. Why not? November, and I'm. I I think that's my last time. Dude, it's (laughs) disgusting. I hate. I don't like getting up and looking in the mirror and hating it for a month. I don't like it enough as it is. Okay, I'm going to grow. We'll do beards. We'll You're do not going to do mustache either. No, I'll do a beard. I'll, I'll save them. I haven't done Movember since like 2013 when I had the wicked handlebar. Remember that? Mm. Yes, I do. It was delicious. So I might do that again. Okay. In November. Screw you okay. for even having like... I know follicles there or whatever. I know it's you're, you're. I'm lucky. I don't know what it is. I got lucky. Bear baby bum. All right, so we'll do playoff beards and we'll get all the listeners. Yeah, yours everybody is, it's listening. Nice, nice that yours is all prepped and I, ready. Mine's getting ready. Now, are you going to let it grow? I can if that's what For we're the doing. Playoffs? That's what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, so day one of the playoffs. Are you gonna, now? Grow. Are you going to shave? Or are you going to let it? Or are you just going to keep it? I'll then, probably just uh, let it go. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like that you got a bit of a head start because I want to see how crazy yours can get. <laughs> ah, it's, like it might just be a week. Just you guys. A <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how crazy they, you can get in a week, might, Jesse. They might lose in the first round. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> whatever. Tampa and Boston, watch out. The we're okay. Some nights, Leafs are coming for you. Right. I've, Let's not hype up these beards and then they last for six days. I've never. I think I'd be afraid. Of you, like if you like were clean shaven. It's my dad grew a goatee for like the better part of a year, and then he mm-hmm. shaved it off. And I was like, "Don't come near me." I'd look like a child. Yeah, yeah, because you I, you I, minus your age like ten years when you don't have a beard. When was the last time you didn't have facial hair? Because I have known you when you didn't have it. Yeah. You do you uh, shave in a the while. mustache sometimes. Yeah, I shave the mustache just to keep it lower than the rest of the beard because yeah. it looks ridiculous. The mustache is right. real thick. Mm. But uh, I don't know. It's been like two years, so I sometimes I cut it all the way down. And there's just stubble everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. All right. All right. Well, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. Playoff beards, guys. Playoff. If you, I this, look younger when I grow a beard. So bad. <laughs> this one's from uh, Look at That Mango. Hey, look at it. If you put one lasagna on another lasagna, mm. is it two lasagnas or one big lasagna? One big lasagna. I think it's one big lasagna. You have to look at it like the Power Rangers. What? It's a it's a Megazord. Yeah, it's Megazord, for sure. Go go big lasagna. <laughs> Which, by the way, what? I just want to thank that person for giving us the idea 
of putting a lasagna on another lasagna. Yeah. I think we should do that. I don't know why more people are not putting lasagna on lasagna. Lamanas? <sighs> not tonight, but I'm down. Stacking lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> Stacking. Final question from 5A1Amander. There's a real name. I think, no, they were spelling Salamander with a 5 and a 1. All right. Which teams not currently in the playoffs will go on a run? I'm going to change this to, what do you guys think the p- final playoff picture is going to look like? Looking at it right now. Mm. Besides the obvious. What do we got? Can I, can I cheat off your screen? Yeah, now? yeah. I'll bring up the uh, the playoff here. The playoff race. These standings. That's the word I'm looking for. Go, go, big lasagna. So in the east, we're going to pencil in the top three in the Metro and the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. So we'll pencil in Washington, Pittsburgh, Philly, and Boston, Tampa, Toronto. What do you guys think the wild card looks like in the east? I want it to be, and I think it's going to be, Columbus. And I think the Carolina Hurricanes are going to get in. It really could be anybody. The e- The East is just full of teams dying to not make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, here, let me let me go up to the middle. There are there. a lot of rebuilding teams in the East. In the, the Flyer, by the way, everyone is sleeping on the Flyers. Yeah. Everyone. Mm-hmm. I was crazy wrong about them. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10, and they're second in the Metro right now. Right now, we have a Philly-Pittsburgh first round. Yes! Pittsburgh just lost six in a row. They won last night. Um, they have 82 points, so they're probably going to be third in the Metro. The Leafs have 78 points, third in the Atlantic. Islanders have 78. Blue Jackets have 78. Carolina 75. Rangers 74. Panthers 73, and then beyond that, Montreal 71. You should have beaten the Red Wings. Um, But out of all the teams in the wildcard picture, Islanders, Blue Jackets, Hurricanes, Rangers, Florida, one of them is above 500 in their last 10, and it's the Rangers. Hmm. Uh, Sestjorkin is still out with injury. Oh, Kreider hurts them so much. I want to say the Rangers so bad. Because Columbus right now is in the second wild card. They have 32 wins. Both the yep. Hurricanes and Rangers have 35. And even the Panthers, who are, let me see, five points back of the Blue Jackets, have 33. They're five points back and they have more wins. I want to say the Rangers in the East. But right now I just don't think we're going to get any surprises. It'll it'll probably be. I, I will say I think the Islanders are going to miss. They've been brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've, it's not gone well for me when I've bet against the Islanders, but on this one, I think Carolina, I, I just, there's such an undeniable spirit to that team, and Columbus is just dragging their own corpse. Right. Uh, the, the like, only, it's crazy. Well, and what, and what might hold the Hurricanes back, on one hand, there's a shitload of points up for grabs. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, are either of their goalies back yet? Mm. Because on back-to-backs you're really going to test that depth. Like, they have Nedeljkovic, and I don't even know who the other guy is. Guys, Jim Little's made a statement. Oh. oh. Jim Little is fired CEO of the Senators. This so is breaking. Now, now we know why. He said, I was looking forward to helping the team and the city uh, and the Ottawa Senators. I wish the employees, the players, and the coaches well. They deserve our support. The statement made today by the team contains some language that deserves some clarification. On Valentine's Day, the owner and I had a personal disagreement over the approach over an approach that I had been pursuing. I'm a strong-willed person, and the disagreement included me using some very strong language with him over the phone, including swearing, which he did not appreciate, and for which I later apologized. In these events, to my knowledge, 
sorry, it was these events, to my knowledge, which led to my dismissal. Any other inference from the statement is wrong. Very interesting. So that was Valentine's Day, and this wow. is two weeks later. Huh. Very interesting that Gary Bettman's like, it's not what you think. Well, I mean, I mean, Eugene Melnick meddling in his team's affairs is exactly for sure what I one think. of the things I thought. That's exactly what I think. So let's get back to the playoff picture. I just thought you should see, hear that. Uh, playoff picture is, I think we can pencil in... Um, oh, St. Yeah. Louis, Colorado, Dallas. Oh, yeah, let's go in the, the west. So you agree with Steve's picks in the east? Then? No, my my picks are Columbus, Carolina. Are those oh, Steve's yes, picks? Yes, sorry. Yeah, Steve, Jesse, what are yours? In the east, in the wild card. Um, I 100 percent agree that the Islanders are going to fall off. Um, I love Carolina. Just seems the last couple of years they've seemed to just uh, be able to rally their fan base and the guys there. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to bet against them. And. Um, I'll take the odds on Columbus. So, yeah, I agree with you, Adam, with Columbus and Carolina. Oh, my God. Let's go to the West. Hey, guys, the Eugene Melnick accounts are alive again. <gasps> the one, remember the, all the, the quote-unquote Eugene Melnick defender accounts? Oh, no. So, Jack Max 14140182. Wow. I truly feel sorry for capital our, capital, the capital O on this one, capital O as well. So he capitalized our capitalized owner. Constantly let down by the people who he trusts. It's hard to find good people who appreciate the opportunities he gives. Bravo for taking such switch, swift action, Mr. M. Hashtag sends fans love you. Love that you get s- such high standards. Hashtag Kiev sends fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go sends go. <laughs> oh boy. Ooh. Damn. This this sounds like the sort of thing where we're wrapping up the podcast at the worst possible I time. I know, right? Ah! All right, in the West, um, holy shit, the Pacific Division. Okay, so yeah, Dallas is comfortable. See, I think you can. I think we'll. Well, the Central Division's cool, yeah. but the Pacific is like I don't flip it. No, some of those might even fall. Yeah, Edmonton's making it. Vegas is making it. Yeah, let's pencil in those two. Yeah. Uh, so we got five spots in: St. Louis, Colorado, Dallas, Vegas, Edmonton. Calgary, so we got three spots left. And then you got Calgary, Vancouver, Winnipeg, Minnesota, Nashville, Arizona, all within three points of each other. Yep. That is unbelievable. So pick three teams. I'm a fan of Vancouver. I like those young guys. I think they're going to sneak in. Especially if Markstrom comes back. They need Markstrom. Yes. They literally, they, That's very important. Goaltending is it's overrated as a narrative. They literally just need goaltending. Yeah. Right now, Calgary is in a top three spot in their division with a negative five goal differential. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, Calgary they had a rough start, 10. though. Look at Arizona. Outside of... Wow. <sighs> Yo, Taylor Hall is burning money. Burning it. Burning it. Hey, underrated? Mm-hmm. John Chaka for the GM conversation? Maybe getting axed? Oh, getting axed. Dude, you went all in and got worse immediately. <sighs> yeah, That's so Taylor tough. Hall in 62 games is 50 points. In how many games? 62. Mm. Nope. Dude, MVP. No. And You're the MVP, and we paid fifteen of those are goals. Oh, has, Taylor Hall has fifteen goals on the season. Yeah. What? He's yeah. got he's got fewer goals than Zach Hyman in more games. Is Zach Hyman gonna double the number of goals that Taylor Hall has this season? He just might. He just. <laughs> well, even Nylander will. Uh, uh, that's a given. Gonna blow that out of the water. Watch out, Ovi. <laughs> I ooh oh man. What is it? I cannot keep up with the Preds. They were one of the hottest teams in the NHL, and I just found out they've lost three straight. Yep. It's hard to 
know what the Nashville Predators yeah. are up to. Uh, it's hard to keep up. But I'm going to say this. Okay, here are my picks. So for the third yeah. Pacific Division team, because that's what we got to pick. Yeah. And then we'll pick wild card teams yeah. next. Third Pacific Division team to me, Vancouver Canucks. I think Vancouver's going to do it. And I'll tell you why. Van- tell us, Adam. Van- tell me! There's, there is there is <laughs> such a thirst and a hunger with the Canucks players mm-hmm. to win right now. They want this so bad. Pedersen's playing injured. Basser's out. Markstrom's out. They want... But the stories around the Canucks, even though people are really mad at them in Vancouver, uh, are, are great. They're, well, they're once... Like, imagine the Canucks, if they make the playoffs in a third spot in that division... That is a huge accomplishment given what they've gone through this yeah. season, oh, yeah. the adversity they've yeah. faced. So I have to say, I think Vancouver can do it. I, I, there's something weird about the Calgary Flames. Now, they are my number one wild card pick. I think they're going to be in the wild card, but the Calgary Flames have had a weird year, just like the Leafs mm-hmm. had. You know, the Bill Peters stuff. The Bill Peters incident aside, him not being their coach is the best thing that happened to their season. It's the, we we knew it needed to happen. Of we knew it couldn't happen because Treliving had already gone out of his way to hire Bill Peters. But Bill Peters not being their coach is the best thing that could have happened in their season. But they still are a deeply, like the Leafs, deeply flawed team who are a little bit inconsistent and we can't figure out why. And just because I hope and pray that they do. <laughs> so Connor Hellebuck has a chance at the MVP. There you go. The Winnipeg Jets squeaking in at number eight. Sorry, Minnesota. Sorry, Nashville. See you later, Arizona. I say Vancouver, Nashville. In the when wild card. Now, who is your Pacific Division third team? Actually, I think that'll be Vancouver. Calgary gets pushed down to one of I the... I think we're all, we all agree Vancouver gets that third slot. Mm. And I'm going to throw this hot take out there. Edmonton makes the final four. I think so. They're going to beat the brakes off of whoever they play in the first round. They, yeah. They're better than Calgary. Guys, they're better yeah. than Guys, Vancouver. The only thing I'm upset about is that we're not going to... We may not see an Edmonton-Calgary first round. Yeah. Edmonton, Vancouver is going to be good, but it's not Edmonton. Edmonton imagine, okay, but imagine this year. Be, yeah. Imagine this year we see a Philly Pittsburgh and an Edmonton Calgary. Oh. 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 Yeah, that's, that's unreal. That's unreal. That's better than pizza right there. Okay, calm down. I would eat that over pizza any day. I would not Panago pizza. No, I wouldn't do that. Panago pizza. If you took those two rivalries and stacked them on top of each other, is it one rivalry? <laughs> Good question. Right. You know, it's funny. Panago pizza, based out of Vancouver. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what are they cheering for? Do you think? Where do you think our for- the fourth man? Uh, I'm saying Arizona sneaks in. Calgary wow. or Vancouver, Calgary, Arizona. Somehow, putting my bets. Arizona, I think so. They've invested too much. I want to, Phil Castle is going to will that team to the playoffs. <laughs> They've invested too much in this team for this year for them not to just at least sneak in Sports, lose in the first round. Let's Sportsnet let's go. is screaming for the standings to stay put. Oh yeah, right now <laughs> five Canadian teams making it. Hell yeah! You know who? You let's know do this. you know what you guys are going to hate? Phil Castle's point totals from this year. Uh, not great. Oh, I know. It's uh, what does he have? Thirty. He has 14 goals and 22 assists in 67 games. That's 36 points. Not good. I mean... Diminished role. Diminished role, but we also knew this was going to be his career trajectory. Mm -hmm. When he falls off, it's going to be sudden and steep. This guy had 92 points, like what, two years ago? Yep. Yeah. He does one thing, and he does it on a world level. Yeah, it doesn't work out. And that's it. <laughs> like, I mean, it was cute when he was in his 20s. Yeah. Now it's not cute anymore, and you're going to fall off hard. And now you're just going to be this overpaid guy. 
He's getting paid by three teams. Could have won the Conn Smythe three years ago. Like, <laughs> or something like that. It's, it's, what a bizarre career. Listen, he's he was an awesome hockey player. He's still obviously good enough to be in the NHL. Yeah, but... Also, is it fair to say, okay, if it's Kessel, if it's Hall, if it, like, who leads the Coyotes in points? Maybe they just can't score. The way they play hockey, it's, um... Good, so, good players go there to die right now. <laughs> kind of. Their goals against um, is, like, top three in the West. Oh, and then their goal four is bottom three in the yeah, West. That, yeah, we're not going to win a lot of games that and way. So two star wingers who can't be arsed defensively. The way they play hockey. Hall and Phil yeah. Kessel are brutal in their own end. It's you don't score and you don't allow goals. That's how they're playing. They're trying to win one nothing games. It's Boy. not a good fit. Yeah. Neither of those guys are a good fit for that mm-hmm. team. Maybe maybe that's those moves were surprising both of them when they were made and I wonder if Shaken might know hey, I better do it now. Well, and they were able to dump Galchenyuk in the Kessel deal like I don't think like it, it, I don't know. But Galch was on an expiring good. deal. Kessel's not. Rates rates. That's tough. Listen, great place to live. It would be a great place to play hockey. I just hope they win sometime. You know, yeah. like really win. Like really become dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to wrap it for today. That's it. That's been the show. But we'll be back on Sunday. And yeah, we will. What? Are you sure? I thought it was peas the show. Sorry? You said it had been the show. I thought it was peas. Oh, my boo. Okay, now that's how you know (laughs) we're going to wrap this up. Or is it because I have to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Let's get out of here. All right, we're out of here. Bye. Panago Pizza. Order at panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness. Connect-